0: MCTV.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to Northwood Replay, episode three, week four of the 2021 football season here at Northwood University. My name is Dale Robbins along with my co-host Rich Violet and as always we have head coach Leonard Haynes of the Northwood Timberwolves in studio to spend a little time with us and more importantly to spend a little time with you, it's great to have you along. Coach, uh, Rich and I have 100 questions in 28 minutes and 32 seconds Ooh, to ask him. So I'm going to let Rich take it first just because he always takes my questions anyway. So it's probably <laughs> our question.
2: <laughs> well, changer. first of all, a statement. Great win, Coach. Yeah, uh, it was Play. it was good to see you guys played well, both sides of the ball. Uh, a tale of two halves, 13-3 at half. Uh, what did you say to the team at halftime? What was the message? Because... You come out and put 34 on the board in the second half and continue to play outstanding defense.
3: Yeah, the first half was a little bit of, uh, you know, one of those, okay, how, how are we going to get out of this? And um, and defense was playing well. Offense was stagnant, I thought. And, you know, it was like, hey, we got to get these guys, got to get them going at some point, somehow. You know, had a different quarterback in there and Ty Cox. So, you know, he had to get acclimated to what was going on and, and, you know, obviously been thrusted in the starting role. But when we get to halftime, I didn't say a word to him. I not said one word to him other than let's go. And uh, the assistant coaches, they did all the adjustments. They talked to the guys, offensive, defensively, and those kids came back out ready to play, you know. So, uh, you know, it was on them. It was on them. So it was nothing special said at halftime. You know, no rah-rah messages like, hey, let's go, we gotta go. And that's literally what happened. Well,
2: they didn't miss a beat energy-wise. Yeah. They come out ready to play that second half, and that was great to see.
3: Yeah, yeah, energy was there from top to bottom. I loved it. You know, and that's, that's how our energy is at practice usually. And um, it carried over to the game, and so it was good to see that. And obviously, when you're making plays and you're doing good things, that energy sustains somehow, right? So uh, I loved it. we got to continue with it as we keep going forward. I'm going to go back to your non-comments
1: at the half to Ty Cox because he finished as uh, one of the uh, honorable mentions in the GLIAC Offensive Player of the Week. He got that honor this last week, uh, as well as he uh, finishes the day uh, with 12 completions out of 17 attempts through one pick, uh, three touchdown passes all in the second half uh he now has a couple of starts under his belt uh i think you've got to be excited with this youngster just the fact that he was next man up in an opportunity and he's taken that opportunity and it looks like all the receivers even your tight ends you guys have involved your tight ends over the last couple of weeks effectively on some third and long in some situations where defenses don't know quite what to cover if tie is accurate and he seems to get himself some time with the, the pressure of the defense. So how, how is that chemistry? It's pretty obvious on the football field it's working for you. But uh, how is that chemistry where he came in this season not being expected to be a starter and now he's been thrust into that role?
3: Well, Ty, you know, as a kid, he transferred in from Hillsdale College. Right. You know, so He's a little bit older. Um, and it was good to see how composed he was. He stayed calm throughout the whole contest. Indeed. And that's something Coach Arnold and I talked about. You know, that, I think that was a bonus. So he didn't get rattled. He stayed in the pocket. He stepped up in the pocket, and he threw the, you know, he got better at throwing the ball throughout the game. So, obviously, that opens up a lot of things for us, you know. And uh, so I was very, very pleased uh, at, at his performance, you know, especially in the second half. I think he had to settle down, and you know, after that first half. Even though I didn't think he was rattled, I just think more so he was just trying to Figure things out and slow things down, and so when he did that in the second half, we became a, very, uh, a pretty much a better football team in that second half. So uh, the kids seem to rally around him, uh, and they have no choice but to. <laughs> <laughs> coach, knowing there's always something to coach,
2: to even with a win, um, ten penalties <clears throat> in the game Saturday i'm sure you addressed it how did you address that with the team yeah i just told them that's not
3: what we're about we're not going to do that you know you know we got to be first class you know organization and we're not going to be out on the field going going wild you know doing dumb stuff to be quite frank with you and you know you you have to act like you've been there before right you know you got to know how to win like you know you know everybody hates losing but when you win it takes even a greater importance you know, to be a class act. And, and that's what it's about. So I addressed that to some of the guys and we took care of some of that stuff on Sunday as well. So we shouldn't have that for issue anymore. Excellent.
1: Now also uh, celebrating the 37 to, to 20 win over Northern Michigan at home in your home opener. Uh, Not only did uh, Ty Cox end up on the offensive side of honorable mention in in, in players of the week in the GLIAC, but you also had uh, another player that actually was the defensive player Uh, of the week this last week and there are some great games in the GLIAC this last week so to sit on top of the defensive player of the week we have uh, Malon Slaughter and Malon just quickly for you he finished with seven tackles Uh, three and a half of those were for losses and he was also had a half a sack Uh, this youngster is out of Hughesville Maryland and uh, he is a part of your linebacking and defensive core and we'll get a chance to meet the inside of that going to introduce everybody to a, a new coach on the staff of the Northwood Timberwolves excited for our second segment of this uh, episode but uh tell me a little bit about how he and there's a play that rich and i, I think will agree turned the tide of that which just an energy build but talk about slater in the defense that is, has uh put the offenses in the last of your th- of your three games thus far has put those quarterbacks in an uncomfortable position to make quick decisions that lead to good defensive plays for you
3: Yeah, Milan, you know, when he came to us a couple years ago out of Malone, when Malone shut down football, you know, we were able to get a pretty good football player, and uh, he played for us, uh, obviously, after that, and then he got injured, so nobody really knew about him, but we knew he was a pretty decent football player, but I I will tell you this, with uh, the addition of Mike Prefer, a linebacker's coach, one of the things he preached was, you know, we got to get TFL's tackles for loss. and uh, and have our linebackers be more aggressive instead of wait for the action to come to them. So it's been great to see the attacking style defense that we have now, especially from our linebackers. They're not just waiting now for it to develop. They're going to get it now. And so I I believe it kind of unchained, I guess, if you will, Milan to just go play football And, and, and it's more less thinking now. And so I love to see that he's just playing free now. And so, uh, very smart young man, very good young man, uh, silent leader, basically. You know, he's going to show up on the field and he's going to play football, man.
2: Uh, Defensively, you know, we always do the keys to the game before the game starts. And uh, so, I analyze both teams and I kind of look at things on paper and knowing what we know from the wood because, of course, we see every week. My number one key to the game, if you remember, was defense. And um, I knew he was going to bring up this. yeah, numbers. and uh, <laughs> I was just and it's not it's always different. It's yeah, always oh yeah. it's it's what, it's what you see and how you, how you need to be ready and play for a game. I love the fact that you say they don't have to think; let them go out and play. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> again, leading on to Dale's question, you got to be extremely happy with
3: the defense and where we're at so far this year with the defense. I am
2: and coaches.
3: Yeah, I am. You know, a lot of times it takes a somewhat of adjustment to get a, just to new coaches. Coaches to new players, uh, and I'm very excited to, you know, for our defensive staff and our defense, man, How they've been getting after it, and, you know, they simplified things so they, again, so these kids can just fly around and make plays, and and so now you're starting to see that happen, and, and it's a, you know obviously we have to continue that.
2: And that leads to interceptions. You got yeah. six interceptions on the year because you're putting pressure on the quarterback. Just different things. Yeah, absolutely, so, yeah, absolutely. Hats off
3: to our stuff. defensive staff for that.
1: Now we talked about the success of your offense last week in the win over Northern. We talked about the defense and special teams as you'll say is as much of a component of those games and I'll tell you what my turnaround thought of that game was your first score of the second half and that was the uh, uh, field goal block by uh, Malik Edmondson who by the way is also an honorable mention in the GLIAC for special teams. Then not only does he block it but he also
3: scoops and scores well he didn't didn't block it eric santiago blocked it okay (laughs) i was seeing that on the
2: stats yeah (laughs) (laughs) but but malik got the score he got the score though
3: all right eric eric said it then malik finished so special
1: teams it yes. is a plural it is a plural yes. approach Absolutely. right it takes a team coach we uh, we usually show some highlights so strap on buddy oh, man. we got some highlights from the win over northern Absolutely. this last saturday in midland
3: here we go still in that first half 10 to 3 you know we were trying to find a way to gain some momentum and our guys came to play here you know i think that's uh, one of our db's i can't see the number so forgive me but i believe that was andrew davis on that stop there the team Northern starts to drive somewhat, and here it is—a screen pass. Great play for our defense there, coming up, stopping that little scramble by the quarterback. And this quarterback is a great scrambler, you know, through the year. He—I mean, last game he had about 100 yards off of scrambling, and so it was good. Our, our guys are really keyed in on him, and also the number 10, that running back. And I thought they did a great job in containing those guys. Here's what changed the game for us. Here, you got the block inside by Eric Santiago. Malik Emerson scoops it and scores just like they practice. Just like they practice. Scoop and score, baby. <laughs> and uh, so that really changed it for us, the momentum. I and I thought we never gave the momentum back to Northern Michigan. And so that was great to see. Here's some more clips defensive-wise, blitzing off the edge here. Great sack. Our defense, we are coming again with some more pressure. Again, we wanted to put pressure on these guys. And here's a pick by Dylan uh, Zagula. You know, one of our, you know, again, young linebackers out there who's playing really well for us as well. So, man, here's a little play-action pass up to John Hall. You know, touchdown. And, again, you can see that momentum just yeah, change. And a great change. call
2: right after the turnover. Oh, right yeah, right after, right after, after, after the turnover. You want to try to Go attack him.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, that was good. And then here offensively again. We get a little bubble pass out to Tajay Leslie. You know, if he could have got that edge, oh man, he's got some speed on him. You know. and you know I commented saying? how
2: he held his feet in
3: bounds there. Yeah, that was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. And that's his first game back, so it's good to have Taj back. Here's a little drawback to our tight end, trying to get the tight end a little bit more involved in what we're doing. The Seamus Conway. You know, that was for a huge t- uh, first down. And I think that was after the penalty. And so that, that was huge for us to keep the drive going. And here we are into that. Uh, Going to the end zone here to lead out Micah. Micah's first uh, collegiate touchdown, you know, in his senior year. Very happy for him. And that was, I think that was his first game back as well, if I'm not mistaken. And here we are, and that's Milan Slaughter. (laughs) Boom. Boom. Yeah. Boom. (laughs) That's a good way to put it down.
2: You ought to hear me on the broadcast. That is that right? A lot of sound you. effects going on. Uh-huh.
3: Here we are again, <laughs> sacked by defensive end DJ Carter, and that's Milan again. Those two converge on that sack again. We're very aggressive defensively, just letting these guys run around. And here, are, here it is now. We wanted to stay aggressive throughout the game. A great call by Coach Arnold to go up to Christian Martinez. You know, just try to put the game away as much as we could. Um, and not be conservative i guess if you will and here it is it's gonna be a nice pick here and yeah. that jace yeah i believe that's jace that was a great pick by jace and then he's kind of capping things off with cash goldsmith uh, he deserved that guy and, run too. and jace yeah.
2: is playing real well too yeah, he jace is all is all definitely over yeah. he's yeah. definitely stepped
3: up he's definitely stepped up guys starting to mature into their roles and i mean that's a great thing to see and here it is, It's our uh, pick here by I believe that's Eric Santiago to kind of cap the game off, and then you know, obviously everyone go we go to that victory formation at the end, which everybody loves on <laughs> the winning side of things. So,
2: so 37
1: to uh, 20, our final score. Let's go ahead and uh, take a quick look at uh, what happened around the GLIAC.
3: Yeah, Grand Valley went up to Tech, uh, 44-21. Uh, Saginaw Valley beat Wayne State. Forty-one uh, twenty-one in Fair State uh, dominated, you know Davenport and St. Thomas. Was, was that no? That's not right, right? St. Thomas and Michigan Tech. I don't think Michigan Tech played twice. Week. No, <laughs> they been busy. They were, <laughs> they were, <laughs> they were worn out. <laughs> oh, so, well, still in the non-conference deal. Like yeah that was a non-conference game for us, right? Uh, and, and so, here we are as nine-count. The conference standings overall, see where we sit, Ferris is right at the top of everything right now.
1: Yeah, and Ferris, talking Ferris at 4-0, uh, they uh, dropped a spot in the top 25, they are now at number two. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk about uh, a little bit of where the GLIAC, where we reside in 2021, and the GMAC, where we're going in 2022. There, uh, there are uh, a lot of recognizable names that uh, are are some of the top teams in the country, and you literally have them on your schedule as we lie ahead of not only this Saturday for Homecoming Auto Show, but uh, like we said last week, it doesn't get easier the further you get into this, does it?
3: No, not at all, not at all.
1: Well, we're going to uh, we're going to introduce you to some of the new staff at uh, Northwood University for the Timberwolves. And we're excited to take you into the linebacking core and the special team side of Northwood Football 2021. And we'll do that right after these notes. Welcome back. Dale Robbins, Rich Violet, and Northwood Replay 2021. Great to have you along this morning. And it's uh, our pleasure and uh, excited about introducing you to uh, one of Coach Haynes' new assistant coaches. He uh, oversees the linebacking and special teams for the Northwood Timberwolves this year. Mike Prefer. And, Mike, it is great to have you in Midland, Michigan, and uh, thanks for being a part of Northwood Replay this morning. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Just quickly for you, uh, we said this last week that it seems like most of the coaches that uh, Coach Haynes has brought on this year Are probably still eligible to play for about another year based on uh, youthful appearance and uh, you uh, you have that same look by the way Uh, Mike tell us a little bit about uh, where you're from some of the things you've got under your belt and what you expect to open your belt up to do here in Midland
4: Michigan with the Timberwolves sure so where I'm from I'm kind of a nomad I've lived in this is the 12th state I've lived Uh, in so I've been all over the place my dad's in coaching my grandpa was in coaching um, so we've been all over the place. I played football at University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire, D3 up in up in, uh, up in Wisconsin. Okay. Um, played DB and quarterback out there. Uh, right after I was done playing, got on at University of Minnesota with Coach Fleck, working on special teams. Spent a year there and two years at Pittsburgh, University of Pittsburgh, with Coach Narduzzi working on defense um, and found my way over here to, to Coach Haynes in Midland. Um, I've had a great time so far. Obviously a big win last week. You bet. Um, coming off that, obviously rolling into homecoming in, in this week is huge. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to be here. I'm blessed to be here. I have some north northwest northwest ties. Okay. Um, so I, I've been around the cold, like we were talking talking pregame, and right. So I've been around the cold. I have my jackets, my parkas, so I'll I'll be nice and warm up here. So you had no choice but to coach. It's genetic <laughs> it's for you. Is what it sounds yeah, like. So <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a third generation special teams coordinator. So my, ah, my grandpa coach for the, was a special team coordinator for the Lions for seven years. My dad's a current uh, Cleveland Brown special teams coordinator. Okay. Does his 21st season in the NFL, so special teams definitely wow. in the blood. Um, coaching definitely in the blood, so I've, I've been all over the place. You
1: talked about it since you were a kid at breakfast. <laughs> Whether <laughs>
2: dad and grandpa were there or not, Absolutely. it's part of what you are. Yes, you sir. Bet. Well, welcome coach to Midland. Yeah, thank you. For sure. I appreciate it. Special teams, you got some big shoes to fill here. Coach Arnold did a phenomenal job with oh, special yeah. teams here for a long time, and uh, I'm sure there's some banter that goes back and forth between you, but. Yeah. Does he stay out of your way? No, he's been
4: on, honestly unbelievable to have around, just personnel-wise, right when I got here. Hey, who fits where? We'll sit down for a couple hours here and there, just talking schemes, stuff like that, where people fit. Um, it's best case scenario for me, because special teams coordinator from the past is still on the on the staff, right? right? He's our offensive coordinator now, so having him on staff has been huge for me, getting acquainted with the players, what they've done in the past, terminology he's used in the past, so I've been able to kind of mesh his ideals with my ideals and, and kind of make it my own.
2: Well, between what he brings and what you bring, obviously, special teams is playing great. Defense is playing great. Linebackers are playing great. And I know you coach the linebackers. What can you tell me about that group of linebackers? Because it doesn't matter who you put in there. They're all making plays. Sure.
4: Yeah. So we're really deep in that core. So I feel like we're very deep at linebacker. I mean, Milan played really his first game. Prior to that, we've had six linebackers play, five different kids start in three games so we have we have a really deep core there a lot of guys that know what's going on at practice I feel like I almost got too many guys over with me um in the linebacker core like hey we got to spread these guys out somewhere but no I mean we have a very deep core a lot of guys that know what's going on a lot of guys that have played football in in this past season off and in the 2020 season off I think they were able to learn a lot so those young guys have come a long way um and they're not really true freshmen anymore like you said uh Bimba right redshirt freshman he's played a lot of football practiced a lot of football and now he's getting those those needed game reps
1: I think one in the minute we have left, Mike, I think one of the things Rich and I have noticed as well is this defense, and especially your linebackers, they seem to be really proactive rather than reactive. You guys uh, are aggressive. You're keeping the offense line as well as the backfield of the offense really guessing on what comes next, and you're doing it hurriedly. You're putting some pressure on these guys. That's kind of what you're looking to, to achieve
4: in that and give your defensive shot uh, of making the plays. Absolutely. So my biggest thing when I came in here, we will out-effort every team we play. So effort's obviously priority. We preach it every single day. It comes from the head coach all the way down. Uh, Coach Haynes does a great job preaching effort, special teams, offense, defense. But on defense, right? I want every run play to look like we're blitzing. So you guys might even think we're blitzing on a run play. It's not a blitz, but we're just reading our sure. keys, stepping downhill, and we're when we're getting to the football. Yeah. Um, and it's why Milan's able to have success in the backfield. Why some of our guys are able to have that success in the backfield is because when it is a run and we're playing our base defense, right. it, it looks like a pressure. Right. So we're able to mix it up in that sense. But we are. I mean, we are blitzing the quarterback. We are trying to get after the quarterback. We want to be aggressive and unpredictable are the two major things we want to do on defense.
1: We are awful excited to see uh, the Bulldogs come to town for our homecoming auto show weekend here in a couple of days. It is great to have you on board, and uh, here's your shot at a big dog. Might as well play Ferris. If you're going to play anybody, Absolutely. take him on, and we're excited to see what you review for us uh, come this Saturday at Hans Field. So thanks for being here with us this yes. morning, Mike. Coach,
2: great appreciate to have you with us. You Thank bet. you, guys.
4: Appreciate it. Anytime.
1: Linebacker and uh, special teams coach, Mike Prefer northwood university timberwolves football 2021 we're continuing on and we'll take a look at those bulldogs what they look like on paper and how we match up and we're going to do that right after this welcome back everybody and uh, special thanks to uh, uh, coach mike uh, Fiefer who spent a few minutes with us Introduction to you and some of the sideline uh, conversations that Coach Haynes gets to have each and every day with a staff that's proving themselves to be to be quality folks. So Coach Haynes, uh, uh, nicely done. A little bit of uh, uh, head coach interpretation of uh, another one of your assistants. Uh, uh, How does uh, how does Mike uh, fit into your realm with what you're doing every day with your your club?
3: Well, I think he can relate to our players really, really well, you know, given that age difference. <laughs> right, right. But uh, he brings, uh, we were just talking this pedigree that he has and he has some experience and he's still learning, you know, as a young coach. But he's he's doing a phenomenal job and our players are really taking to him.
2: Good deal. Good deal. Sure sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. he sure sounds good. Um, looking ahead, looking ahead to Fair State. Um, boy, you got the number two team in the country coming in here. And uh, you got a pretty confident coach over there that thinks he's already got one in the win column, which really upsets me, and it should upset the players as well. But uh, um, I think you got an, an excellent opportunity. Like you said earlier, coach, you got to play them right, and you're ready to play. And what are the keys to
3: beating beating this club? Our execution, our our enthusiasm, and and you know taking advantage of the opportunities that we get, and and so. Yeah, we got to play them right They're on the schedule, whether it's homecoming or a home game or an away game. We got to play them. Yeah. So at the end of the day, hey, we got to be at our best, you know, when we come to play them. So at the end of the day, if we want to seat at the table, these are the games you want. And our players know that and they understand that. So there's no time to worry about who we're playing. We got to take care of Northwood business, as I always say. And we got to come out and play football because and, and let the chips fall where they may
1: coach you got a, a a team offensively they're averaging about uh, 512 yards a game through four they're four now uh they're doing uh, about 275 of that in the air uh they're uh doing about 240 of it on the ground uh they're only allowing about 19 and a half points a game through four uh, and uh they're only allowing about 300 yards a game you guys uh ended up being uh, against northern you had less fewer total yards but you were your impact of the time that you had the ball you had some some quick series on Saturday some explosive series we had talked about uh, going for the touchdown uh, to, to Hall right after you got the pick and, and ended up turning that situation on a first and 10 you had a, a 35 plus yard touchdown strike that was a momentum builder in that second half what, uh, there's not a secret to taking on Ferris, uh, but uh, you certainly see this as a matchup, as you just cited. It's time to play. At the end of the day, you're going you're to have to play them. you got a big weekend to do that. We're supposed to have great weather for Auto Show. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be a good draw uh, as far as our fans, and they were certainly supportive in the home opener last week against Northern. Uh, a little sense of where, uh, where your guys are on both sides of the ball right now. They, uh, we haven't seen Ferris in a couple years you got heartbeats going you got you don't have to probably generate a lot of energy for this one Saturday you, know, do you? you don't
3: have to for games like this you don't have to generate a lot of energy it's, right. it should take care of itself right we're at home in front of our crowd yeah. homecoming a lot of alums coming back a lot of people coming to see see Northwood football and what we're about so it's a great opportunity to come out and, and play great games and so yeah, Ferris State is a great football team no doubt you know from from top to bottom you know they are deep and, and we understand that so I would never ever disrespect them because, you know, they have earned the right to be where they are. So again, like I said, if we want to see it at the table, we got to come ready to play.
2: Coach, they're going to they're going to likely play two quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Looks like they rotate them pretty evenly.
3: Uh does one pose any different threat than the other quarterback? Uh, I think I think one does something better than the other, you know, whether it's running, uh throwing, you know, you, you can kind of see it on film as we watch them on film. And so they're definitely going to use two quarterbacks that they have. Uh, we just don't know who we're going to see first. But at some point, you know, I think one plays one quarter, the next one plays the next quarter. And sometimes it's by uh, the situational type stuff. Uh, they bring the, uh, the other guy in to, to run to get the first down or, or whatnot. So we, we're just making sure we're aware of who's in the game and, and what they bring, you know, to that offense.
1: In uh, the couple of minutes that we have left before we take a look at this week's schedule, uh, we uh, we're not going to get too far in front of this. Matter of fact, I'm not even going to even going to say it. But I'm taking a look at uh, the top twenty-five, and we had talked before the show started about, uh, of course, uh, Ferris being number two in the country team uh west florida and they're out of uh, the gulf southern league uh they're the number one team in the country they and, and ferris swap places but also grand Valley's currently ranked number five and we get down to the GMAC and tiffin sitting at number 14 this week you thus far as of this saturday will have seen two of the top 20 teams in the country this is good for your program and good for these players
3: it is you want to go against the best you want to see how you you measure against the best and how far we need to go you know what we need to get do to get to the upper right. echelon and so this is good for our young football team and to take on these challenges and, and they meet them head-on and we'll so back. they don't back down from anybody
1: let's take a look at what uh, this weekend conference play begins and let's take a look at
3: uh, what that has in store for us this week absolutely absolutely obviously here uh, we got that is uh, our schedule right <laughs> So. Yes, that's us. <laughs> that's a lot of games this weekend that's coach. A lot I of hope games you're this weekend we got you get fit. through. But we play fair State.
1: <laughs>
3: Good read this week. <laughs> I
1: don't know who we play next week. <laughs> Let's take a look if we've got this week's schedule. Let's take a peek beyond that. All right. so you've got it all memorized anyway. I, no, I don't have yeah. to tell you who's no, playing. No, I don't know I'm so loud. Uh, we, uh, we have a uh, we have a one o'clock kickoff. Uh, Rich and I will be on the radio okay. at uh, about uh, 1245. We are so multimedia. This Northwood replay is on YouTube. You can find it at Community Voices at MCTV on the web and uh, lots of people asking about it. We're at gonorthwood.com where you can get live stats, live video of Rich and I's call and, and, uh, and so forth. And uh, I'll tell you what, it, it, it amazes me everywhere that I go and Rich will attest to the same. People want to know about Northwood football. And they want to know how C- Coach Haynes is doing, and how's your year going? It again is fun to talk about what you've built, and we are just seeing the the first few um, uh, foundational boards of this thing for this year start to reveal themselves. You got people talking good things about you, Coach. Well,
3: that's good. That's always good. Praise
1: God. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> you
2: bet. So in our uh,
1: in our time this morning, Rich, you got any last
2: thoughts? They uh, give us less than a minute. I agree with Dale. I'm getting texts all the time on the program. Things are looking good. And yep. uh, People are positive, and I get a lot of, a lot of folks coming for homecoming. Yeah. yeah, So if they want to hook up after the game, that could be a problem. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, seriously, <laughs> Coach, good luck to you this weekend. You. I'm in your corner. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. And with
1: that, we're going to let you uh, get back to your Thursday morning, or depending on when you're watching this on uh, MCTV's broadcast. This will be replayed. Uh, northwood replay hey go figure it'll be replayed on youtube we've got podcasts for you it'll be on air at 107.7 the highway and also at gonorthwood.com so with that we are out of here and we're always going to do what we promise we're going to do we're going to go away mad just like we want you to go away and make a difference it's been great we'll see you next week to recap this one and build on the next one have a great weekend everybody